What's up, guys? This is Joe. And this is Chrissy. And welcome to The Married Life, where we believe... It's never too early or too late to have an awesome marriage. I like the way you said that. You sounded really excited. I am really excited because I feel like, you know... It's never too late. It's never too late. It's never too late. Well, right now, it's a little late. It is 8.30 p.m. on a Tuesday night, and this podcast will drop tomorrow morning, I promise, um, because last week, I did not drop it on time, and it <laughs> dropped on Friday. So, <laughs> we are going to record this, and then I'm going to edit it, and then upload it. And today's episode uh, is, is something you're going to want. You're going to want a piece of paper, and you're going to want a pen. So, if you're watching on YouTube right now, you already see the paper, the pen. Um, we both have a piece of paper and pen, because we totally ripped this off uh, from somebody at a conference, Matt Keller, mm-hmm. and it was so good, and we thought that this applied to marriage so well, mm-hmm. um, and it was called The Four Responsibilities of Leadership, but we're taking it to the four responsibilities of marriage, Yep. and so uh, go ahead, pull out your pen, pull out your pen, and what we're going to do is we're going to draw, okay? Now, Chrissy, the last time, she, she already said I made fun of her last time. Yeah, my train was awesome. Well, it was my train cart. Okay. It was awesome. Uh, I'm sure it was. Whatever. Yeah, it was great. Um, but what we want to do on the left part of your piece of paper is we want to draw a train. A train. Yep. So, Go ahead, guys. Yep. Draw your train. Mine's going to have smoke coming out of it. Well, that's what mine did last time. See, you're, you're stealing my ideas. I'm stealing your idea of having smoke come out of a train? That was your idea? Only? Listen, I'm taking a poll. Whose train is better, mine or Joe's? It's probably Joe's. He's way more creative than I am. Oh, you say that until you see my train. Oh, right my. Now, yeah, it's looking bad. I'm I'm under pressure, I feel like, right now. You it's, put the pressure on yourself. Oh, your train looks way better. Except, yeah, that was, I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think? I don't know. We live in Chesterton. I feel like we should have this down packed. Yeah, this is horrible. <laughs> Anyways, so draw your train. Draw your train. On the left-hand side of the picture. Okay. And Paper. The number, the number one thing, the reason we're dry, drawing a train is number one is you have to manage the train, mm-hmm. right? So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about four different parts today on how to have a uh, uh, the four responsibilities of marriage. Mm-hmm. And the first responsibility is manage the train. And, and I think that's easy for a lot of people. I feel like people just feel like they're only managing the train mm. and that's where people get lost. Yeah. So it's going to be really encouraging today. Yep. Um, because the train is so important because right. The train has carts on it, mm-hmm. you know, like you have people that you're moving mm-hmm. and the person that you need to focus on the most in your train is your spouse right your kids and everything like i want you guys to understand like your kids will be a part of this conversation but the whole idea is your spouse right okay and and the train itself is the the day-to-day work stuff Mm -hmm. in marriage Mm -hmm. and which can easily like you forget about right because if you're looking at the tracks or you're looking where you're going, you can forget about the people in the train. Well, it, and it's also the operational things. It's the day-to-day things that are making your train move. And as a wife, you can make yourself move. You can eat yourself. You can dress yourself. You can go to the bathroom by yourself. I am so proud of you. I don't eat myself. But, <laughs> I'm not a... Uh, you can eat by yourself. Dang it. What's that called? It's a cannibal. And cannibal. that's not what I meant. But you can take care of yourself. You go to work by yourself. You drive by yourself. I know. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but lucky, <that's>, lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I guess some men don't. So I am lucky. But that's what I mean. That's how this can get lost in the operational stuff. Yeah. I can get lost in the kids who can't do all those things. Right. So this we're in the cart. Yep. We're in the cart. And some of the operational things that we have to be aware of to continue to manage. And, mm-hmm. and we were just coming up with these again. He didn't hit on this stuff because this is more applied uh, to marriage. Mm-hmm. Is something that you have to remember uh, to take care of. And there's a train. Speaking of trains, listen, there's one in the background. See, we did it on purpose. We, we knew that the train would come. Yep, we did. Like it does every eight minutes. Like it does every eight minutes. <laughs> um so the train cart, again, if it's my spouse and I have to be aware of my spouse, right? Like, So some things that we have done to make sure that we're able to uh, manage the train is love languages. Yep. Right? What's mine? Go. Words of affirmation. Nailed it. Wow. Look at you. Physical touch. Uh, I don't know if it's physical touch. Okay, fine. At sex. Like that's... <laughs> it's Just kidding. And that's everybody. I do want to clarify. Physical touch is not sex. People actually need physical touch during the day. Right. Like hugs. That's why I know mine's not physical touch. I was just kidding. It's a good. Did you see the wink? I even did it on the YouTube side. Okay. Nice. Whatever. Okay. Anyways, uh, Chrissy's is quality time. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, put those together and we're spending time with each other. She's just talking about me. That's what it looks like. (laughs) Story of my life. Um, uh, second one, and we've done podcasts and we've all these. We've talked about all of this kind of stuff. Is understanding each other's personality. So mm-hmm. like on the Enneagram, Chrissy's a type one. I'm a type three. Those types go perfectly together. I did a type one thing today. I was cleaning out the inside of the vacuum. <laughs> That's the- like cleaning the shower. It cleans itself. You are so disgusting. What do you mean? You you are washing yourself and the, the soap cleans the shower. <laughs> you can't say stuff like that. People think you're serious. And I clean your shower, so. I appreciate that. Joke's on me. Look at you managing the train. I'm really doing it. You are. Uh, But yeah, it's knowing your personalities, knowing your EQ, your emotional quotient, being aware of things like that. Yep. Your finances, that's a really big one. And again, this is though, not you paying attention to yourself, but paying attention to your spouse. Mm -hmm. Because it's easy for me to focus on a hundred different things and forget about managing the one person I really need to make sure that I'm caring for and taking care of. Yeah. This is the, yeah, your marriage train. Right. Run the marriage marriage train. train. Come on, ride the train and ride it. Okay. (laughs) Um, Something else, finances, right? Because we have so many people that they get in fights because one of the spouses won't talk about the finances. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's something you have to pay attention to on the train. I'm going to solve everybody's problem. Write your freaking budget on a piece of paper. Done. Problem solved. And Chrissy, she used the word frickin' there because she's done that so many times. <laughs> Told people about how to get their budget in order. Write it down. Um, Write it down. Something that I think is so important that people miss is being emotionally in touch or available. Mm-hmm. Like, I I could easily come home. So today was a perfect example, right? I got home. Kids are driving you nuts, you know? Driving me freaking crazy. I got home. I'm going to see how many times I can say frickin' in this podcast do it, today. Girl. Frick it up. <laughs> <laughs> Get freaking with it. Okay. Real freaking with it. But when I came home, like, Vivi didn't even want to see me. Vivi's our two-year-old. She didn't even, like, I came home and Chrissy's like, Daddy's home. And she's like, no. I'm like, (laughs) 
I'm like, man, <laughs> I'm working all day. I was excited to see you. So anyways, um, then we were starting to try to have dinner together, which just didn't work out. And so the girls like ate before us. And the whole time, Vivi's just yelling, mom. She's screaming me, my name. Yeah. And I'm like, and Chrissy's looking at me like, oh, shut them up. I'm like, well, I wish they would just say my name. Like, I wish they would you know? scream your name too. Yeah. So um, Chrissy it's just and I just one ate. of those days. It was. And so uh, then after Chrissy and I ate dinner, we literally sat at the table alone. They sat somewhere else. Gwen was away and Vivi was just up at the counter eating chips and hummus. <laughs> and then we know that she wasn't even eating the chips. She was just scooping hummus out with her little bare hands. With her fingers. And now if you look in the hummus container, it looks like claw marks through it. <laughs> An um, animal gun Yes. It. Yeah, it looks. It looks like a raccoon got it. Um, or a bear. You know, she's like a little grizzly bear. A baby bear. A baby bear. Um, but anyways, so... You were emotionally in touch with what I was feeling in that moment. I could tell you were about to kill someone. And here's the thing. Don't, wives, don't use this as a crutch. Like, just because your husband is emotionally in touch. Like, today was a once in a while thing. You know what I'm saying? Don't use this as a, you need to meet my emotional needs all of the time because that is not it get your emotions together spouse i mean whoever husband or wife but don't use it as a crutch right i didn't lose my cool i didn't yell at anybody i just wanted to lock myself in my bedroom right but i had to be aware of your emotions exactly so i could get them out of the Mm -hmm. house and give you some time and even when we were sitting down like being able to talk about it you Mm -hmm. know instead of me just kind of like oh you know, and just ignoring the fact right. or whatever. Or being on your phone. Exactly. Like I was engaged. Yeah. And again, that's just another way that we have to manage that train. Right. see where is our spouse? Is she having a horrible day? You know, is mm-hmm. she having a great day? Mm-hmm. Is, um, is he, you know, how is he feeling? Is mm-hmm. he stressed out from work? Because mm-hmm. again, if someone's stressed out from work, you don't want it as soon as they get home that you're now nagging them and yelling at them. And you do a really good job at that. Like you're, as soon as I get home, you're not telling me a hundred things that need to be done. Yeah. Even though I know that stupid sink is still. I'm so old. Clogged and we got to fix it. Um, so anyways, it's it, being emotionally in touch and available is so important. And again, that's, that's on you spouse to help, you know, to, to see, to read your spouse and what yep. they're looking like. Um, another one is just serving, like manage the train by serving your spouse. Today I was reading in uh, Matthew and just really seeing like, what is it to be a servant? Cause obviously, um, Jesus says that, uh, in the parable of the talents that we want to get to that place of being told by the master, well done, good and faithful servant. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, man, what is that a servant? And he says that everybody was given a talent. And again, a talent isn't like how we see talents. It was a form of currency. Yeah. Um, he said, according to their ability. And I was thinking on that, I was like, man, everybody's ability can change, you know? So like, I used to be able to lift so much weight. I used to be able to run so far. I used to be able to read so fast or, to, you know, whatever. But but the more you spend time doing it, yeah. the stronger you get in it. So right. my ability has changed. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the same thing with our serving. Like, the more you serve and read your spouse and fall in love with your spouse and Jesus, your ability to serve them changes. Yeah. Because I mean, we were telling somebody that last week, you know, like you were crazy when you were, when we weren't saved, you know, like you were emotionally wild, you would crying about everything, which I gave you good reasons to cry. Um, but it was just, it was just a horrible, toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. But since you fell in love with Jesus, like you're a different person than the girl that I thought I fell in love with, you mm-hmm. know, like your ability and serving me has completely changed because right. the person back then you'd be like, 
I'm not serving you, you right. know, like you get it together. Yeah. But just how that ability can change and how we need to just think about our spouses more, mm-hmm. you know, like on our way home from work, you know, if I'm going somewhere, okay, hey, oh, I'm going to pass a Duncan. I'm going to pass, I'm in Pastor India, one of our pastors on staff. He told me that like his goal when he leaves the house is always to have Elsie thinking of him like last. So if he has an early meeting, he'll bring home a Duncan's for her and put it in the fridge and then he's got something else and he'll take off. She never even sees him, but she's thinking of him because he's left her something. I love that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's awesome. That's a good idea. And so it is, it's like, you know, like guys, if you're coming home from work and your wife's at home with the kids all day and she can drink coffee past four o'clock because my wife can't um, bring her a coffee bring yeah. her flowers bring her something that she enjoys you know bring honey bring me ice cream you know what I'm saying <laughs> like like I yeah. like, serve me that way I will I want a blizzard yeah you do <laughs> always yeah so all of these things and I'm sure a lot of people have a lot of other things that they're trying to manage you know yep. I I do stay home so this does look different to maybe somebody else that has a full-time job outside. So however it is for you to manage your train, you need to think about it, write it down, and really look at it. Because here's the deal. If the people on your train aren't happy, they're going to hate their ride. Yep. Your kids are going to hate it. Your spouse is going to hate it. Nobody's going to want to be on your train. There are some people I know that people want to jump off their train. And here's the thing. They see other trains and they think that train's better than my train. Exactly. And so they go and try to hitch themselves to that train. Mm-hmm. And, and it doesn't work. No. It never works like Listen, that. Listen, the grass is greener on the other side. The grass is greener where you water it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so this is it. You got to manage. You got to take care of your spouse, of your uh, train car. Because we've talked about this so many times, but divorce just doesn't happen. You right. know, Someone just doesn't wake up one day and be like, you know what? I'm done. Yeah. I'm going to get divorced. Mm-mm. Like it builds over time because somebody hasn't been doing these little things of managing the train car and paying attention to their spouse. Yep. Make sure you make sure you're working in the train. Yep. So number two, uh, again, this is going to be like a two parter. So we're going to get through one and two today. Yeah. You dropped your pen. That was really loud. So sorry. Um, the next one is we are going to lay the tracks forward. So go ahead. Draw, draw all some. your tracks to like halfway. Yeah. Good. Good point. Draw I it halfway. To the middle of your page. Just like that. Yours looks like a ladder. Well, what's yours look like? Train tracks. Oh my gosh. Okay. Train tracks. So um, there's a guy that I've been um, talking with and, uh, you know, just helping him, you know, with marriage stuff and whatever. He's doing a great job um, reading, uh, praying, just growing in Christ, pouring into himself, um, just different things. Mm -hmm. And uh, this past week we met up and he was like, you know, what's next? And I said, well... You're pretty much doing what I've been doing for probably, I don't know, I doubt it's been the whole 10 years we've been married, but let's just say seven. Right. Let's say half, five years. Yeah. Let's say five years. I've been doing this consistently daily and I'm still doing it. Mm-hmm. It's the mundane things that nobody's ever going to give you credit for or glory for. Or they're not pretty. They're not pretty. They're definitely not fun. Nope. But I told him, I said, for your marriage to really work, there is no like, what's the next like big thing? Mm-hmm. It's these little things Every over day. and over and over and over and over And again. that's number two. We're laying the tracks forward. We're building momentum yep. in your relationship. We have to lay down the essentials yep. of your train yep. to move forward. To keep we need forward. to start building momentum. 
And this is the not pretty part. Yep. Um, because here's the thing. If a train doesn't have tracks to move forward, momentum's going to stop. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. And so... You're not going anywhere. No, not at all. You're going to crash. And I think that's where people get really frustrated. That's where single... Uh, single moms. Um, stay oh, single ladies. <laughs> Sorry. Stay-at-home moms, they just feel like some days I feel like I am in the movie... What's that movie called? Groundhog's Day. I'm literally replaying or the same day. Edge of Tomorrow. That Don't. was at least fun. He was he had like a crappy day. Who? I mean, I guess in Edge of Tomorrow that was a crappy day right. too. He kept getting killed. But you know what I'm saying? But like you just aliens. feel like you're doing the same thing and going nowhere. And that's what it's gonna feel like if you don't have your tracks set forward. Right. And momentum going. And what it is is really those tracks, it's a foundation. Right. You know? So just to I mean, be clear, like our foundation. So there's certain things that you and I just do daily mm -hmm. you know like it's just it's part of our life mm -hmm. um the number one thing for us is our devotional with mm -hmm. jesus you know like we that's just we do it you know our kids they get it they do it um even tonight which was awesome uh we again didn't sit down with them at dinner because we were still cooking and chrissy wanted to pull her hair out um but gwen just prayed for them without us even being at the table mm -hmm. you know like to me she's like i'm eating i'm praying bye but i'm like that's a win yeah you know because that's something they see in us daily. Mm -hmm. um, even today, uh, Gwen came out and she saw me praying and reading. Like she just knew, like okay, it's what it's Daddy's time, you know. Yep. This is what he's doing. Um, something else that we really do is we like to pour into ourselves. Now, I told someone this the other day, and it's so true. Personal development isn't even personal, right? Right. Because when I'm pouring into myself, it's actually for you. Exactly. It's for the girls, mm -hmm. you know? Um, it's for the people that I'm serving at the church. It's for Pastor Dave and Pastor Vanessa. Yep. It's for um, it's for our, our staff. It's for the interns. Because personal development, it, it really is to make sure that I'm serving others better. It's to make sure that I'm looking more like Christ so I can look like Christ to other people and I, love them more. I love that, actually, because you just get this picture of, like, if it were just you living your life every single day, you know, single, no kids, no real like career. You're just doing the thing over and over and over. Like that doesn't impact anybody's life. No, you can't impact anybody's life like that. Right. But it's when you start to develop yourself, you start to like we talked about before that emotional quotient. You know, having those types of things build in your life, then you're actually able to affect other people and help other people along. Exactly. Um, something else that we do is we do food prep. You know, we've done that for so long. Wah, wah. Um, <laughs> I know you get over it. Um, we work out. We budget. You know, mm -hmm. like there's a, there's a lot of again foundational things that we do just because we know who we are. Yep. You know, and so we have these tracks laid out because we know if we're going to be healthy and where we believe God's taking us, these are some of the foundation things we have to have. We you know? have to eat right. We have to take care of our bodies. I need to be able to keep up with my kids. I want to be there for my kids and my kids' kids. Yep. Like, but that all starts now. Yep. I can't wait to do that when I'm 60 years old. Yep. And I think a lot of people do think like that. Well, when I get there, I'll figure it out. Yep. You know, I know people who are just looking for the doctor to give them that one medication that's just going to make it all go away. That's not how it works. No, but if it you find now. it, shoot me a text. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and again, something that we say all the time, but it, it's so weird. Um, again, I met with somebody uh, last week and I was just telling them like, listen, the, the week, it might have been the second week that Gwen was born we went on a date night, you mm -hmm. know, like that is one of our foundational things. You know, this past week, um, 
uh, my mom, who always watches the girls, was gone. And so I asked Kara, our 21-year-old, if she'd watch the two little ones, you know? Um, and so it is, it's just something that we we just cherish. And we're like, we're going to do that because it's mm-hmm. foundational for us to be able to connect, yep. you know? Um, and I'm telling you what, the, the one person that I met with, I was talking about, and he told me, he said, me and my wife, um, we went on a date once last year. I know. Like the whole year? Yeah. And he said, and the date? Somebody else was there with them. Oh. So it wasn't even a double date. It was like, so, yeah. And I was like, man. Oh, like, there was like a third wheel? Yeah, that's what I said. Ah, it's like, even it's worse a than date. a double date. I know. I was like, listen, man. I was like, I'm up for double dates. You know, we went out with Ryan and Mackenzie um, Yeah, this past those week. are great. People yeah. can pour into your marriage. They can strengthen you. I'm all for it. Yes. I was like, man, but like a third wheel? I was like, that's weird. Yeah, I was like, that's dude, not like, a date. Like you I don't gotta, count it. No. I was like, you got to date your wife with no one else there, no kids. You know, And again, some of you might be like, well, that's impossible with my kids and blah, blah, blah. Like, listen, then spend the money that you would spend on the date on a sitter and just go walk on the beach. You know right. what I mean? Like, just go sit in your car if you're like, well, it's cold outside. Okay. Put the kids to bed early. Do I something. Gary V is the man and he I'm listening to one of his books right now and he's just so real and does he's like, he cuss in his books too? oh you know it he um, does oh yeah that's annoying it's awesome I love it stop it no you don't um, but he was talking about how um, he's he kind of goes through all these excuses that people say mm-hmm. um, to take that next step mm-hmm. um, like what they believe that God well God um, that they have a dream in their life you know I don't think he's he's definitely not a Christian he's um, definitely not <laughs> but for us, we know that God's given us a dream. Now, so even for the podcast, here's a perfect example, right? We could say, well, we don't have time for a podcast, right? We could say it's yeah. quarter to nine at night. I want to go and I want to watch Survivor or I want to watch MasterChef or I want to watch, you know what I mean? Like yeah. we can make these excuses instead of saying like, no, I'm going to sacrifice that because we're going to pour into somebody and w- listen, everybody, Chrissy and I in no way get any sort of kickback from this at all. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you guys want to send us some money, go for it. But <laughs> we'll take it. Yeah, w- but we don't. You know, yeah. this is just because we want to invest in mm-hmm. other people. We see the need. We see the need. It's important. Yep. And we're making time for it. And it's the same thing when it comes to a date night. Mm-hmm. If you saw the importance of a date, you'd be like, yep, I'm going to pay 50 bucks for this babysitter. Even if it's just every other week, you right. know, start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And like I said, sit in a car. You know, I've done that before. We've sat in a car, went to the beach, and just looked at the water. And uh, talked. And talked. That's it. And you know what? Hey, guys, like, it's not that hard. Also, Google questions to ask my spouse. You know what I mean? Like, we have the world at our fingertips. Yeah. And we're just like, well, I don't know what to talk about if we're just sitting in a car. Like, well, Talk I'll about dumb stuff. Go back to our other podcast that yep. talks about stupid stuff that we ask each other. And then it just brings up conversation. And sometimes it brings up a meaningful conversation yeah. on accident. Yeah. Like, oh, that one time, well, that really tragic thing actually happened to me as a kid or yep. something like that. And you start to learn new things about your spouse. Because here's the deal. I am hoping that your goal is to get the kids out of the house when they're 18. Amen. I hope that's your goal. If it's not, you need to listen to a different podcast of somebody to help you. Hey, listen, if they ain't out of our house, they're at least going to nannies. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> To take care of her or what? Well, sure. <laughs> so if that's your goal, you need to love your spouse in 18 years. You need to like who is sitting across the table from you. And this is how you do it. You get to know them on a weekly basis because I am a completely different person. Just like you said, 10 years ago, I am a different person than I was five years ago. And I just think every single year we are becoming new people. We're growing and learning and doing all this new stuff and it's exciting. And if you can't do it with your spouse, you're going to start moving in two different directions and you're not going to have the same vision for your life. And so every week you need to come together 
And it doesn't need to be, like you said, it doesn't need to be extravagant. I'm not talking about getting dressed up yep. and doing all this stuff and spending all this money. That's not the point. If nope. that's the point of your date, you are missing it. The yep. point of your date is your spouse. Get to know them. Look into their eyes. Do it naked. I don't care. Whatever you got to do. Well, how would you do it with your clothes on? I meant have a date <laughs> with your clothes off. That's funny. I don't mm. care who you are. You know that's funny. <laughs> oh, and you know what? As we're wrapping this up, um, for number two, laying the tracks forward, even ask your spouse. Again, these are things to like be writing down and having the conversation with your spouse. Like, what are our tracks that we need to lay forward? Mm-hmm. You know. And so again, we're talking about date nights as one of our foundation, our tracks. This is a perfect thing for you guys to talk about on, on your, your date, date night. night. You can literally talk about, hey, how am I managing the train car that you're in? Mm-hmm. Am I paying attention to you emotionally? Am I paying attention? Do I know um, your personality traits? Do I know your love language? And here's the thing. If you want any of those, go to my best friend Google because he'll tell you all. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like You can find out your wife's personality and be like, hey, I just sent you an email. Take that test for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, I, I need to know your personality type, your love language, whatever it is. Take this test for me. Mm-hmm. It's going to take them five minutes and then you talk about it at dinner or whatever On in the car. date night. Exactly. Um, and laying the tracks forward and just saying like, hey, Joe and Chrissy said these are some of their things. What could our tracks be? Because we want to keep the momentum going. Mm-hmm. We don't want to just say, I do. But like Dan Seaborn said, now I have no clue. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is what helps you to not say, I don't have a clue. Mm-hmm. I'm laying these tracks down. I'm mm-hmm. laying, because I, I know that God has a vision for our marriage. Mm-hmm. And so, but here's the thing. If we don't walk out that vision, then that vision doesn't happen. Right. We're just sitting. Mm-hmm. And God does want that to happen. Yep. Yep. Um, so that's number one and number two. We're going to hit on number three and number four next week. Um, again... <laughs> We drew this, and uh, it looks like a child drew it. Um, I really hope this is helping you guys, because why wouldn't it? <laughs> I mean, this this is marriage changing it right is. That's, here. That's it. That's it. Um, again, focus on the train with your spouse, and then the tracks together, those things that are going to keep the momentum going, mm-hmm. uh, because that is so important to do. Uh, so anyways, my name is Joe. And I'm Chrissy. And this is Married Life. Where we believe that it's never too early or too late to have an awesome marriage. Thank you for finishing that. You're welcome. I love you. Love you. See you guys next time. Bye.